Welcome to the Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi everyone, it's Eileen. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. Today I am so, so excited to have my friend Siraj Raval. So let me read his bio and then I'll bring him in. So Siraj Raval is a data scientist, best-selling author, and YouTube star who's on a warpath to inspire and educate developers to build artificial intelligence. He'll teach you how to make games, music, chatbots, self-driving cars, and much more. So me and Siraj met at YouTube Next Up, which was basically like a week-long creator camp at YouTube Space LA, and he's such a cool guy. First of all, he has a great personality, and the second of all, he's like so smart, and he works so hard on everything he does online. So I'm so excited for you guys to meet him through this podcast. So hi, Siraj. Hi. Hi, everybody. Eileen is also <laughs> awesome. We're just awesome together. That was a, it was a great time at YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I know. That was so much fun. So much fun. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about your background so that you kind of get a gist of who you are. I mean, I don't know much about your background too. Can you talk about your life before YouTube? Totally. Yeah. So I was born in Houston, Texas um, uh, to immigrant parents from India. And it was, uh, yeah, 18 years in Houston. I could not wait to get out of there. I was like, man, this place is like boring and like racist. So, you know, I just, I just kept my head down and I was like, I got to go to school. So I went to school in New York, uh, Columbia. I spent a couple years there and then, uh, I moved to San Francisco and I started doing some contract work and full-time jobs. And eventually I started my YouTube channel about a year ago. That's nice. like the highest level. <laughs> that was a real quick background. Okay, so first of all, like, what did you study at Columbia and what jobs did you have? So here's how it went down. When I went to Columbia when I was 18, all I cared about was like making money because like my parents never had money. So I was just focused on money. So I was a finance major and I wanted to be an investment banker. But then what happened was I got suspended when I was a freshman for stealing a laptop I, no, I swear. Yeah, no, it was first semester. <laughs> and I, yeah, no. And I still and so I got suspended for a semester for doing that. And so then I for that semester, I couch surfed around Europe for three and a half months. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty like borderline homeless, but like couch surfer in Europe. And one of the hosts I stayed with, his name was Alex McCall. And this guy ended up writing the book on JavaScript and becoming this huge dude later on. But he, ins he inspired me to study computer science instead of finance. And he showed me that it wasn't just about making money. It was about making a positive impact in the world. So if I didn't have that, you know, weird experience of getting suspended, I wouldn't have met Alex and none of this would have happened. So it's crazy how these things, you know, turn out. That's crazy. I mean, first of all, your parents let you go to Europe after you got suspended. No, they definitely <laughs> what did they so, think about so, everything? No, it's definitely not. So the whole story about my parents is like, I am, if you look at me as like a, you know, a, an Asian American, an Indian American kid, I'm like the worst, like, child that an Asian 
parent could have because I don't listen to anything they say. They said, yeah. don't go to Europe. They said, don't date white girls. They said, don't, you know, you have to get a PhD. You, you know, they said all these, you have to live near us in Houston. You can't go far. I just did exactly whatever I wanted. And that's a kind of, you know, why I, I'm, I feel like I'm feeling success right now. Yeah. I mean, did you always have that, like, like that inner compass? Like, you're like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. And, 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 you know, at first I always felt, you know, guilty and I felt bad about it. Like, this is not what you're supposed to do. Look at what everybody else is doing. Don't you want to be a good kid? Like, you know, this other Indian kid, my parents would always compare me to all these other, you know, Indian kids in school and all the grades they made and stuff. And, you know, part of it was good because it, it helped me study and get the grades necessary to go to school at Columbia. But the most of it was just like, I don't need this. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had I had idols growing up and I think my idols got me through all the bad times. Like I always idolized Walt Disney and I idolized, mm-hmm. you know, all these these great people uh, in the world. And OK. And so there's actually another thing that I want to say. So when I was 18 years old, I legally changed my name. To Jason Scott Ravel. Wow. I change it on my passport. I change it on my social security card. I change it on everything because I always wanted to do great things. And I felt like when I was 18, growing up in Houston, Texas, like the only way to do great things was to anglicize your name, to be white. Mm -hmm. I wanted that privilege. I wanted to be able to do great things without it being like, oh, this Indian guy did it. I wanted to be Siraj did it. Or not Siraj, obviously, but like... James Scott. Yeah, exactly. So I went by that name for three years in college. I tried to completely change my personality. You know, I didn't want anyone to know, you know, anything about me. In fact, I even told people, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm like half Italian. You know, I didn't... didn't, Wow, yeah. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of self-hate. I had a lot of self-hate. And that's something that is pretty common. I wouldn't say super common, but I know like... couple people who've done that asian americans who've changed their name from something asian sounding to like jay cameron that's like my friend he changed that name yeah he went from tuan which is like a vietnamese-ish name to jay cameron and it got him better jobs in finance and it's a thing you know like just because it's yeah I, i i understand but it's it's very interesting yeah for sure i legally changed it back um a couple years ago yeah oh okay so let's talk about your YouTube channel. What yeah. made you start your channel? You were working at a, a job doing computer science, right? Let's talk about that trans- transition. Yeah. So when I was in, you know, I was looking for jobs. I got rejected by so many jobs because I was applying to the wrong position. I was applying to a specific role called iOS engineering. It's like making iPhone apps, but I didn't really care about it. And you can really tell on my face if I don't like something. And I think the interviewers could always <laughs> tell like, this guy's not that interested. Let's not hire him. But then I applied to Twilio as a different role when I was so fed up. I was like, I'm going to apply as a developer educator. Turns out that was the role that I was best at educating other developers and so I got that role and I worked there for eight months it was a great team great people I learned so much from them and then I was fired oh because well there were two reasons one is because I started my YouTube channel on the side while I was there and it was really affecting my performance uh and they like gave me some warnings they're like listen you know we know you're a passionate guy whatever but you got to focus on the work and I was like you know, I tried to, but you know, I, 
I just love doing the YouTube channel. And I also tried to get them to make, you know, more developer videos, but they didn't believe that developers watched videos. Can you believe that? <laughs> then how did they learn? By my success right now. They, yeah. they didn't believe, they, they, they're like, we don't even need this guy. Let's fire him. You know, like whatever, like we'll, we'll, we'll get someone who's focusing on the, on the writing, not the videos. Like this is not, developers don't watch videos. Like literally my boss, my boss's boss, they all told me this and they didn't let me speak at the, at the, at the conference that everybody else got to speak at. Um, they didn't think I was a good enough public speaker. So, you know, as you know, some rappers would say, look at me now I'm getting paper. So that's the whole <laughs> story so now are you like not friends with anyone you're like take that <laughs> well you know I've, I've i have maintained professional relationships um okay, with good. people there so yeah okay that's that's great well you didn't really talk about what sparked how you started your channel was it like because you were so interested at that job you're like oh wait i want to do this on my own yeah it made you really start well well, well my boss there really showed me that developer education was a was a was a craft in and of itself like this is a this is an actual skill set being able to communicate technology is uh, a very unique skill set and it was it's an emerging skill set as well and as technology propagates through our industries of everything it's going to become more and more important and yeah like he so basically he was my inspiration to to realize like hey this is a thing hey i'm good at this let me let me try to what is a good medium for, for showing this? And I found YouTube, I thought YouTube would be that medium. And so I started making some videos at Twilio. So, you know, I would spend my nights there. And I remember like the, the, the basically like the Hagrid of Twilio, like the, the groundskeeper, <laughs> dude. he would always see me in like the conference rooms. And I had like this like hacked together green screen and lights. He's like, what are you doing here? It's like midnight on a, on a Saturday. I'm just like, no, 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 I, I'm just making a video. And he's like, what are you, this weird kid, whatever. <laughs> That's but, the life. It's <laughs> the life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I want to talk about your videos because anyone out there listening, you do have to check out Siraj's channel. I'll post the link in my, you know, on the show notes and stuff. But basically, I, for example, I watched your latest one, How to Make an Image Classifier. And oh. it's just like the amount of work you put into your videos is crazy because first you have like so much technical research and knowledge behind it then you have to write a script and then you have like a mini rap in your videos and then you put a bunch of like memes and montages of like different clips of different places it's like you're putting so much together and oh yeah and then you have to like actually teach us how to code yeah it's a lot so how do you what's your process how do you handle that well first of all i really appreciate you watching my videos thank you so much like I'm one of those, like, I noticed none of the other YouTubers, like, post their videos on their newsfeed. Uh, but, like, I don't give a, I just post it. So, I, I really appreciate it. So, yeah, so, how do yeah. I, how do I do, yeah, I mean, I, um, so, it's, I've been doing it, I release one weekly video every week, and I've been doing that for about a year now. And I've noticed myself getting better and better every time. What I try to do is challenge myself, like, what is something, like, so I don't get bored, right? Like, if it's too easy to make, I'll start getting bored. So, once I, I, my initial videos were just, you know, me coding, there wasn't much. And I was like, how can I make this more interesting? So then I started adding in skits. It's like, how can I make this more interesting? How can I, let me start adding in, you know, like, uh, like intros, uh, different things. And then I think one thing that I was the most afraid of doing, which really made me realize the big of uh, this bigger realization was like adding the raps to the videos because no one does that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one does no that. One. <laughs> No one raps about something as complex as dimensionality reduction. And it was so, it was so, and the audience was like, I didn't even, 
I didn't, they were just blown away. But what happened was when I started rapping, that's when my channel started blowing up. So, oh, okay. And so I realized like, you got to do what only you can do. You have a very unique skill set. All of you watching this, you have a very unique skill set. You might, you probably don't even realize, but when you, when you find a way to put all of those pieces together in a way no one else does, you will find success. Yes. Oh my God. That's exactly what I was trying to get at because it seems like you really use all of your gifts and you bring in all of your personality, all of like your music taste, your communication skills, plus your knowledge of this coding and stuff. Like everything is used. So it's, it's just super cool to see you be able to use everything that you have. And like, yeah, I think that's the goal that everyone should aim for, right? Totally. Put all of you into your work. Yeah. Another question I want to ask is like all of the stuff that you're teaching, is it stuff that you already know and you're teaching it or do you actually go out and learn certain things so you can teach it on YouTube? When I first started the channel, I literally was just like super excited about learning this stuff. And basically every week I would be like learning just so that I could like then, you know, say what I had just learned. So that's yeah. when I first started the channel. Now, you know, the thing is I'm moving so fast that it's it's hard for me to even realize how much that I know now. But really, like, for these past, like, 10 videos, I haven't done any research. It just comes from what I've learned over the past year. If you, like, teaching something wow. is such, is, like, literally the best way to learn anything. I agree. I, that's how I am with my videos, too, because whatever issue I'm going through and whatever I need to learn, I make a video about that. So it's like a way to teach myself as I'm teaching other people. Yeah. Yeah. And have you found yourself like getting you, you, you understand it better like when you teach it? Yes. And something I do is I go back and I watch my old videos to learn from my old self. <laughs> you know, oh, like nice. just, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I ca I actually cannot watch my old videos. I'm really? like this is, I'm like this is so bad. Like I'm so much better now. Like Oh yeah, in terms of video quality, yeah, I'm better. But I, I don't cuz mine's personal development. Like sometimes they're like lessons that even if you've heard it before, it's good to like remind yourself of this. That's right? true. So, that's true. So when I watch like a, a video like 2 years ago, I I remember what I was going through. I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> yeah, it, it hits me again. Yeah, so okay. Another thing that I notice you're doing is you're teaching a class through Udacity. Yeah. So, in, you know what's so funny? Literally a couple days ago, I was on Facebook and it, the ad for that class popped up on my feed. <laughs> no. It wasn't posted by you. It was their ad with oh, the wow. video of you. So I was like, I'm so proud. Oh my God, <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. So do you want to tell us about what exactly you're doing there? Yeah. So so the CEO tweeted me. He's like, hey, Siraj, we love what you're doing. And I, I actually said no at the time because I'm like, mm. you know, I'm just focused on my channel. I don't want to become Udacity Siraj. But then he was like very persistent and he's like, no, 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 seriously, just like come meet us in Mountain View. Like we just want to talk. And I was like, all right, fine. So you can meet Sebastian Thrun, which is the guy who like started Google X. So I was like, okay, yes, I'll come. Wow. Yes. You know, I was like, yes, <laughs> you've lured me over. Yeah. Basically, Sebastian and the, the whole crew there are just super friendly people. And they explained that, you know what, we're going to let you keep your brand. We'll, we'll make this Siraj Revolves deep learning. And I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Not deep learning. And, you know, I'm just in, it's like specifically Siraj Revolves deep learning. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yes, I'll do it. I get to have all my videos be on my channel. They're free, but like... Also, they, they have like extra content and that's what people pay for. So I've been okay. working with them every week on this. Cool. So is, does it go along with the content that you post on your YouTube? 
Yeah, pretty much. It it's, yeah, so I'm just I'm just doing what I always do, is, and then I'm posting videos on YouTube. What they're doing is they are in their on their website for people who sign up. They're creating extra content, not video content, but like written content to aid students. Oh, okay, I see. So it's your videos plus some extra content that people pay for. Exactly, and so what they do is they they don't even know what our agreement was like. I'm not going to tell them the video I make, so they're just as surprised as everybody else when the video comes oh, out. Oh, that's so funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they have to make content around that. Like, oh, he's using, uh, you know, this library now. Like, all right, let's let's rush to make some homework on this. And so I see. Does that mean you have to like show them your video beforehand before you post it or is it really like literally when you post it? It's they literally curriculum. They create it right there, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's cool though. Okay, I so can you just like briefly explain what is deep learning? <laughs> yeah, totally. So deep learning is a new technology that lets computers learn. So anything like when we think about programming, we think about okay, like let's say I want to, you know, uh, co uh, code a baseball game. Like you know, I want to make a little baseball game. Uh, so then I would say like first I'm going to code, you know, what the map looks like. You know, I want grass to be there, and then I want colors, and I want people. Then I'm going to code the game rules, and then I'm going to code, you know, the players. But that's, that's the traditional way of thinking about programming, like step-by-step -step instructions. But deep learning is, instead of saying, like, here are all the steps to reach this outcome, which the outcome would be to have a baseball game, here's the outcome. Have a baseball game. Learn all the steps you need to, to create the baseball game. So it's instead of writing out all the steps, we write these very small rules, like I want it to be a big map, like very generic rules. Like I want there to be a big map and I want there to be 10 players and I want that, and a computer will learn all the steps to generate a game just like that. Uh, and we wow. found that this is being used across every industry and this is gonna take over all of computer science. Everything's gonna be learning. It's gonna be learning and adapting to our needs in real time. Oh, wow. Okay, I see how that relates to AI and like you know, self-driving cars, things that, they, is it kind of like they learn through experience? Exactly. They learn through experience. Oh. See, that's cool and kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I love, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, part of the creepiness is just like, we just haven't, you know, it's such a new technology and we don't have that many people talking about it. And in terms of popular culture, all we have for AI is the Terminator and like, you know, everything is just AI apocalypse, but really there, yeah. there's, there's, the, the apocalypse would be humans. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the AI. The AI just does what we tell it to do. The apocalypse is like if someone bad gets in control of this power. So what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do is democratize it so everybody has access to it. Instead of one company like, you know, I won't say names, yeah, but that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, but, but the level, obviously these computers learn super fast. So don't you think it like surpasses everything like you know, like it's exponential this growth of learning. Yeah, cool. I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah, it is totally exponential, and I mean, the goal is for it to be smarter than all of us, so then it can help us solve all of these problems that we're having. And a lot of people, yeah. say, you know, think like, well, you know, it's too late for climate change. It's it's already too late. A lot of people think, you know, it's too late for you know a lot of things, but with that's just because we haven't thought about it the right way. And AI could use data that we could never even dream of looking at because it's able to and so and say, hey, this is actually how you solve it. You never thought about this. It's like, oh, of course. Definitely see the possibility of like this changing the world in so many ways in every industry. Totally, yeah. Yeah. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm.
All right, before we go on, I have to tell you about our sponsor, FreshBooks. So if you're a freelancer or small business owner, FreshBooks is an easy accounting software that's the simplest way to be more organized and productive with your day-to-day paperwork. So with FreshBooks, you can send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments to get paid up to four days faster, and more. Even if you're not a freelancer, you can still use FreshBooks to keep track of your expenses. So my favorite part is that you can take a photo of your receipts with your phone and upload it straight to the FreshBooks app as an expense. So it's super fast, super easy. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. So if you want to claim that, just go to freshbooks.com lifestyle and enter the Lavender lifestyle in their how did you hear about us section. So that's freshbooks.com lifestyle. All right, back to the interview. Yeah, so let's talk about your life, your dream life. So I guess with what you're doing now, if you maybe look forward like five years, do you have an idea of what future Siraj Raval looks like? Totally. So, so you know James Bond, right? So like, yeah. there, there's not a brown James Bond. So like basically I want to be brown James Bond. So that means like I want to be in movies. I want to be, I want to be like, I want to be like really well known because it's not just about me. It's like wherever, as high as I go, I'm taking AI with me. And it's about getting AI into the public consciousness and making it a very normal thing that everybody understands. So I will do whatever I have to do. I'll rap, dance, sing, do anything I can to raise attention to myself and in and then in, as a consequence, AI. So basically when I look at my dream life, I'm like in movies and I'm like, doing big big production projects like Kanye West uh, Runaway like that short film 30 minutes long that would be so cool to do something like that (laughs) oh my god I can totally see it it's so cool yeah yeah because you're bringing a level of entertainment to computer science and I haven't really seen it done right absolutely seen a personality like this so you're a star dude thank you yeah so So are you you. (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait for you to be there and you better not forget me. Oh, I won't. No, no, I definitely won't. Yeah, we still have yeah. to do that uh, collab with the silver hair thing. I'm going to do your hair. Yeah, I can do it whatever color you want. You got to do it. Yeah. Are you, are you going to be up in SF anytime soon? <laughs> yeah, I'll let, I am actually, but we'll talk about that after this podcast. All right, we'll talk, all right great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, last question I have for you is, what is the biggest lesson you've learned so far in the past year? Hmm. Wow, yeah. Because you've had a big year, right? This was this was a huge year. Can you just recap to everyone out there what happened to you this year? Because you, you just started your channel, and then you did YouTube Next Up, plus what else? Yeah, and then Elon Musk shared my video on his personal Twitter feed. So Elon Musk watched my video. <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. You know, he knows who you are. He knows who I am. And you know what? He, he, is, he is obsessed with AI. Like, every single interview he talks about, you know he's watching my videos. You know he's a fan. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. It's, it is crazy. The White House contacted me. The chief data scientist at the White House, DJ Patil, was like, hey, Siraj, we love what you're doing. Could you make a video for data.gov? And he CC'd this other guy. Um, and so then I was like, yes, absolutely. Uh, but then they, they, but then they never replied. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you you have their email and it's you know what I mean. That's power. That was power. Yeah. Oh, this like encrypted shit in the email. Like that's cool. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the biggest lesson I've learned 
the biggest lesson I've learned is there's this popular notion out there that you shouldn't be too, you shouldn't believe in yourself too much. Now that sounds kind of like, it sounds kind of like obvious, like, wait, what are you talking about? But like, if I were to say like, you know, I'm awesome immediately, that's going to put off like 30% of people. It's like, how, how can you think that you're awesome? You know what I'm saying? But you really, you have to believe in yourself to, to do anything great, really. Like when I was making YouTube videos at Twilio, after I got fired, people were like laughing, you know, like, what is this guy doing? Get it. The people who I talked to the most, like my, my most trusted friends were like, dude, this YouTube thing is like not going to work. Like you have to get a job at Google. Like you're a smart guy, like do, do whatever. No one in Silicon Valley is doing this. No one had even thought about doing this. And I just, I just, I, I had idols and I, and I use their influence to, to, I, I try to copy what they did, but for a different thing. So I just, that, that's the biggest thing I learned. No matter what anyone else says, you have to tell yourself that you're awesome and just keep doing that over and over and over again. Yeah. I love it. So all about believing in yourself and having that confidence, even when everyone around you tells you that you're stupid and you totally. shouldn't be doing this because it's so true. Like I, I see your world, the Silicon Valley world, like everybody has something better to do who, that's why I look at you. I'm like, wow, you could have done so many other things, but you chose to do a YouTube channel. But in one year, like look at everything that you've done because no one else was willing to take that risk. So that's totally. really cool. Totally. Yeah, I really love that. All right. So how can our listeners find you online? Yeah, totally. Uh, just search my name, Siraj Raval. Um, my YouTube channel, if you search my name in YouTube, you'll find me. It's the first link. Please subscribe. I'm trying to grow fast as F. Um, so S-I-R-A-J-R-A-V-A-L. And then you can find me on Twitter too, at Siraj Raval. And uh, those are my two main uh, outlets. I also have a Facebook channel or a Facebook page, Siraj Raval as well. Everything's Siraj Raval. Yeah, and you do live videos weekly on YouTube. Right? Every single week. God, it is so hard. It is so hard to go live every week. Because when I first started, I only did it like once a month. And I was like, yo, I need to chill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever gone live before? Like, that is... Like, I have. It takes a lot of energy out of you. It is a lot of energy. It is oh a lot gosh. of energy. But I do it every week because, you know, it's just, it's a commitment to my subscribers. And I'm just wow. going to keep doing it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. I do want to do more live stuff on YouTube too. I haven't tried YouTube for live. I've done like Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So listeners out there, definitely check out Siraj Raval. So especially if you want to like learn to code, build AI, just be a part of the future, basically check out all his stuff. It's all wonderful and you'll be very entertained as well. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'm sure everyone will love you and good luck with everything that you have planned. Awesome. Thanks, Eileen. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artists of life. All right, love you all. Bye.